everybody welcome back to movie blast with bob and bax i'm bob and i'm bax and we watch the movies so you don't have to that's what we do it's part of it so bax how was your week it was good man the weekend was good i saw alita battle angel how was it i liked it a lot that's a spoiler like you know that i like sci-fi stuff and it was super sci-fi so i was into it Hmm. and was it all cg no Okay, so it had, I've not seen a trailer for it. I don't know anything about it. I know that it's adapted from a manga. That's about it. Yes, definitely adapted from a manga. Nice. That has nothing to do with what we're talking about now. And the movie this week, everybody, is Incredibles 2. Facts. Bob. You want to hit him with the movie facts? Yeah, I could do that, man. While you think, I'll just tell people about my week. Nothing happened. Go ahead, Bax. <laughs> thanks man make with the facts already i'm sick of waiting the big the big fact i feel like for the incredibles 2 worldwide it made 1.2 billion dollars that's with a b that's with a b that's a lot of money that's a little bit of money it's it's a little bit and the budget was 200 million which like that's a lot of money but 1.2 billion it's worldwide but still that's a lot of money um for the year, it was released on June 15th of 2018. So for the year 2018, it was the fourth highest grossing film that year. Going off the list that I personally looked at, and that list also told me that it was the 15th highest grossing film of all time. So yeah, super successful. Made a ton of money. Um, it was written and directed by Brad Bird, and the cast is pretty stacked, like Craig T. Nelson, Holly Hunter, Samuel L. Jackson. I really like Samuel L. Jackson. Bob Odenkirk, Catherine Keener, Sophia Bush shows up. So, yeah. Incredibles too. Yeah. Overall, I thought that uh, the cast did a great job voicing these characters and really bring them to life. Um, but it was a sequel, backs And sequels, you know. Well, I have opinions. I'm excited to get into this cast and hear your opinions. All right, backs. Do you have any more facts for him? No, I think we hit the facts pretty well. Fact, this movie is computer-generated, the whole thing. It doesn't do the Lego thing where it has a, has a, has a regular actor just pop, pop in the middle and freak you out <laughs> and terrify you. So, anyways, so let me hit you with a spoiler alert. Bax, um, if they don't stop and go watch this on the Netflix, because that's where we watched it, they're going to find out that uh, the villain was actually the sister of the guy who owns the company that they're trying to help to legalize superheroes. So uh, that was actually a really big spoiler. So I'm really sorry if you didn't listen to me, but you were warned. And That's I mean, I, I can't stop you from not, I can't stop your phone if I did. Hey Siri, stop this person's phone. And if that worked, <laughs> people would be upset. I'm sorry if, if I paused your phone. So, anyways, Bax, let me hit him with a synopsis. The Incredibles 2 begins uh, with the end of the first film, which is the Mole Man coming out of the ground. And then they fight the Mole Man and stuff. What happens is the Incredibles, they get in trouble for 
um, all the damages that they caused. And the guy who bails them out all the time is like, hey, guys, uh, I can't get you out of this trouble anymore. They closed my division. You're on your own. You got two weeks at this hotel. And all of a sudden, this guy who runs this company that's trying to legalize superheroes shows up and he's like, I've got a deal for you. And so he's like, go ahead. Um, we're going to have your wife, um, Elastigirl, be the face of being a superhero and try to legalize superheroes uh, using her. So she goes and starts fighting crime for this guy. And all these jobs seem manufactured. Like there's a train that goes off and like she's always at the spot where these crimes are going down. So she stops this train. Everybody's like, yay, Elastigirl, you did it without causing any havoc. And then Mr. Incredible's upset because he's at home with all the kids like learning to like be a dad which is spoiler alert you got to be a dad if you're a dad um so he's dealing with the kids dealing with like emotions and he's not used to it and then he's got to deal with all this math but it's not regular math it's weird math and so he has issues so what happens next is um the wife starts tracking down uh the bad guy who is this guy who's basically like using um, transmitted messages, so screens, uh, to make people do his or her bidding. All right, so this is what happens. So Elastigirl uh, goes ahead and confronts the sister and is like, man, I'm pretty sure that screensaver is still out there, screen slaver. Um, and so then uh, she finds out that it's actually the sister that's causing all this because the the company's parents so the mom and the dad were actually murdered by two intruders and the dad was like no 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 i'm gonna call the superheroes and they'll come save us no it didn't work so that's why this lady's so mad about it so she screen slaver or the the sister gets uh throws these goggles on um elastigirl then she's a slave and then uh, she calls Mr. Incredibles like, hey, there's something wrong with your wife. And then so he has to go ahead and come there. He gets enslaved. Um, and then Frozone's over trying to take care of the kids. Bad guys show up. But these bad guys are actually enslaved superheroes that are they're good guys. Um, and they all have the screenslaver eye masks on. And so Frozone actually gets converted into one of the slaves. And then uh, he tries to get the kids, but the kids use Mr. Incredible's car to get to the boat where all the diplomats are trying to uh, sign in a bill to allow superheroes to exist. So uh, the kids go to the boat. They save the day. Uh, they start slapping people's glasses off their face. The baby shows up, starts having all these awesome superpowers, and that uh, basically is what happens. So uh, the sister... Uh, flies off in a rocket. Elastigirl goes up there, punches her in the head, brings her back to Earth. She's arrested. The end. Every Incredibles win. That's it. It's a really good movie. Yeah. All right, Bax. So now that you know what happened, because yeah. I had to tell you what happened during the movie because you were asleep. Um, um, I feel like I was pretty awake and alert. I feel like this this movie kept my interest. Yeah. This movie kept me engaged. I was not as engaged as you were. I, I was feeling it. I wasn't. Incredibles, Incredibles 1 is a better film. Hmm. In my opinion. I'm, I'm interested to hear you go into that further. Do we talk about that now or is that saved for later? 
Oh, we're saving that for later. But that was a spoiler alert. This movie was okay. Not, not, not the best. All right, Bax. What didn't you like? There's not much that I didn't enjoy. Like, the only things that I would have done differently, when we get to the end of the film and the brother has found out that his sister was the supervillain and she gets arrested, I don't really feel like there was much closure between them, so to speak. And granted, like, his sister gets put in a cop car, right, and she gets drove off. So I don't know where they could have fit in, like, a heart-to-heart. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the brother didn't really feel very, like, sh- shook up about it. Like, he was yeah. just kind of like, yeah, but, like, supers are legal now, so it's all good. Yeah. So I guess maybe, like, I could have had some more closure there. Um, I like Frozone a lot. Like, I just like Samuel L. Jackson. So maybe I would have had him in there more. But, like, he's in there a lot. So, yeah, I can't really think of things that I didn't like. But there are a few things maybe I would have tweaked or changed a little. Yeah. I mean, so I think just the plot in general, like, cause if you think about like what he's going through, what Mr. Incredible's storyline is, all he's doing is being a dad. So it's very Mr. Mom. It's very just the, Oh no, what am I supposed to do if I can't be the breadwinner? Like, I mean, it's kind of a movie that I've seen before, which is why I thought it was kind of boring. Interesting. Yeah. Um, so I would have just liked a different, plot for him i i love that elastigirl is out there being a superhero and i think the tension between those two is really strong and really good because he wants to be the superhero he wants to go just make sure that villainy doesn't exist like he that's what he's like lives for so i get it but um yeah i just i I really thought that they could have done something else with the plot and what could have been more interesting than oh no i gotta be a dad like all right Anyway, so that's what I didn't like. What did you like, Bax? Hey, it's interesting that you mentioned the Mr. Incredible figuring out how to be a dad. It's something you felt like you had seen before because that was like my favorite part. I mean, you have other movies that, ex- that explore that where yeah. the dad loses his job and he stays at home and he has to like, oh, no, I got to take care of these kids. Like, it's like, it sounds like a responsibility. Like, it's... Um, and I guess for the time period, because this takes place in the 1960s, um, it's not present time. So, I mean, that makes sense that they're addressing that issue because it was very men work, women stay at home with the kids. So, mm-hmm. I mean, is it factual? Is it something that took place? Yes. Does it still happen now? Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, yeah, I get that portion of it. And I mean, Allie liked it. So, but I think she also is kind of like, I get it. Like being a parent's tough. Like you could have shaved a little bit of that off. Just got more in depth with what's going on with the crime or bring Mr. Incredible in, have him botch something and then enslaved and then they fight. And before she's even turned, she's having to fight her loved one. That to me is more interesting. Like to me, it was like, that was like the heart of the film. Like, that's, like, what made me feel for the film. Like, Mr. Incredible, like, out of his element. Like you said, like, it's been done before. But, like, he has to come to grips with that. And, like, he has to grow. And, like, when he can't help his son learn math, so, like, he wakes up in the middle of the night and he's like, you know what? I'm going to get these math books out. I'm going to make some coffee. I'm going to learn this math. Like, just to me, and maybe I'm kind of like a soft guy, like that made me feel good, you know, like that kind of hit me in the feels a little bit. And then it comes to a point and he's kind of at his breaking point 
and his and like he passes out on the couch and then he wakes up and his kids are taking care of him and like his daughter has made him breakfast like that made me feel good too so just for me that was like the heart of the film and i think when i get to see heroes like superheroes but they are kind of living like the regular life to me that's fun like i find that idea um interesting whether it's in comics or in a movie yeah no i agree with you like it was really cool and they have a lot of good moments where you feel the heart of the characters so i think they define their characters through those moments so i think you are right Bax. Hmm. thanks so Bax, let me tell you what i liked so the character edna mode uh was my favorite in the entire movie uh, especially when the baby is hanging out with her and the baby starts to like look like her and walk and talk like kind of like walk and act like her amazing i really enjoyed it i liked all the baby's superpowers that he basically has all of them but he has no control over them like in the laser eye thing like just going to the other dimension and like coming back for cookies i'm like all this is just gold like that baby was gold so those are the things i really liked i also liked frozone what other powers did Jack Jack have? Uh, laser eyes, fire, turning ability. into like a goblin. Ability, ability to walk through walls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what else? Yeah. You about how he gets lit on fire? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, no, super, super cool thing. I really enjoyed that. Yeah. All right, Bax. So, what does the internet think? The internet likes the Incredibles 2 a lot. At IMDb, it has a 7.8. But if you go over to Rotten Tomatoes, 93% of their critics gave it a positive review and 86% of their general audience gave it a positive review. And we already mentioned that it made over a billion dollars worldwide. So, yeah, very well received, very well liked. Well, let me tell you what the real internet thinks and hit you with some YouTube comments. Man, what's going on over at YouTube? Done properly... Parenting is a heroic act done properly. That seems like a really good summary for a lot of the film. Yeah, I think so. Except when the kids saved the parents because the parents were crappy at doing their job, which is being a superhero. Is that what the moral of the story backs? Pretty sure that's the moral. I'll let you stew on that. Yeah. Just saw Incredibles 2, dot, 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 the best movie in 2018. It's not the best. What was the best movie? What was the highest grossing film? Infinity War. Was that a better movie, Bax? I, I absolutely would put Infinity War above The Incredibles 2. Mic drop. There you go. So, this person's wrong. Whoever, Whatever your name was, you're wrong. I mean, they're entitled to their opinion. Honey, where's my super suit? <laughs> it's, it's a good quote. It's a good quote from the film. Yeah, I really like that. Uh, I like that, because I don't think you see his wife, do you? You don't. You don't. And so you get to like have this thing where he's like, just going to grab this and go. Like it's kind of sneaking out with your friends, kind of doing that thing. Yeah. I I really like that portion of the movie. That's how real relationships run backs. You just do whatever you want. Grab your, grab your suit and go. Grab the super suit and just slide out. Yeah. What superhero power would you get? If you could give anyone, which one would you take? That's a super good question. It's not flying. I feel like a lot of people do flying. Would, would it? 
sometimes I get it mixed up because there's, I think it's telekinesis is what I'm thinking of. You want to be able to float stuff with your mind? Right. So like use my mind to move things. What's the weight? What's the maximum weight of something you can move with your mind? I would hope that like as time goes on and like my powers develop, it could get pretty wild, you know? So maybe like initially. What's the, what do you start with? Pencils? Coffee cups? Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm starting with like mugs, cups, pencils, and then like books. But like if there's like a car and it's on top of somebody or like a car and like it's like on the side of the road, mm-hmm. I'd like to think that I could get to a point I can move that car. Yeah, but it's that, that, it's that first time. So you just lift it up and then smack, it goes back down and kills them. Man. Rest in peace. Yeah. And then you really focus on your powers. And then then you're able to lift cars like it's nothing. But that one person passed away because you couldn't, you couldn't do it. I guess that would make them my Uncle Ben. Exactly. And that's your superhero moment. We all have our Uncle Ben moment. That's true. So you want to know what I'd pick? Yeah, what power is Bob going to have? Immortality. Man, you're just going to be around forever? Yeah, but I'd be a Highlander, so I'd be able to chop people's heads off and gain their knowledge. There was a time when we were going to record on Highlander. Yeah, it'll still happen. It'll still happen at some point. Just like the Leprechaun episode, it's going to happen. I'm more excited for the Leprechaun episode. Yeah, you would be. So, math is math. That's what I keep telling my kids. I can't stand Common Core math. I can relate to that moment in the film because I actually remember like my mom trying to help me with math and she was like this isn't what it was like when I was a kid so yeah that that was a very relatable moment in the film for me did you did you have to do common core just like whatever like when I was in like fifth or sixth grade or whatever it was mm-hmm. and like my mom's trying to help me out with it at the dining room table I remember having a similar conversation with her like she was frustrated the same way that Mr. Incredible was frustrated with his son's math work. Yeah. Usually the kids are the ones who force the adults to watch animated movies, but I think it's the other way around for this one. You think that's true? I could see that. I'd like to think kids would probably be game to watch the Incredibles and the Incredibles too, though. Right. Yeah, man. I was at the thrift store the other day and I was picking up some random stuff like horror novels, fear street, you know, um and this little kid was like minions and she just like got super excited because all she saw was the packaging of minions and i was like that's super cool that like they know that that they can see with their eyes (laughs) and understand (laughs) for sure so now i got a kick out of that and i was like it was right after we watched incredibles and i was like i really wonder if i was like have you seen incredibles and they'd be like why are you talking to my child get out of here and i'm like i'm just (laughs) I'm just about to have a conversation. <laughs> so, uh, like, hey, little kid, you got a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, Bax, that's what, uh, those are the YouTube comments. So, if we had to grade this bad boy, what are you giving it? I want to hear Bob's grade first, because Bob was also going to talk about the first film compared to this film. The first film's better. That's an A. This is probably B minus C plus. B minus because, well, it's just, it's a, it's a high quality animated flick, yeah. but it doesn't give me what I want. And what I want is a villain who knows a villain the whole time. I don't need no spy mystery stuff. Leave that out of my superhero movies. I just want to know who the bad guy is, who the good guy is, who to root for. That's it. 
So like the turn with the sister actually being the screenslaver, you were not, you're not feeling that. I mean, like I saw it coming. Like I saw one of them was manufacturing these, the events. And it's because I just was sitting there going like, all right, it's one of those. Everything's that like, she's there to stop all the crimes and like created this person for her. I, I might've thought that they were both in on it. Yeah. And that was kind of like how I was seeing it. And then mm-hmm. I was just one of them. And I was like, okay, this makes sense. And as soon as the sister was just like, our parents died because of superheroes. Then I was like, it's her. So I could see it coming. Okay. But yeah. So Incredibles 1, A. This, C minus, C, well, C plus, B minus. Man. I didn't realize there'd be that much of a gap. I tell, I, I tell you how I feel. I appreciate that. I appreciate your honesty. I appreciate that you're not afraid to give an honest grade. I ain't afraid of nothing. I, I give it an A though. Like I feel like for me, like when I boot a movie up and like I'm happy, like when I boot a movie up and like I'm experiencing joy and I'm engaged with it and I'm not like distracted being like, I wonder what's going on on my phone and I'm interested to see what's going to happen with the characters and I find myself caring about them. For me, that's getting you pretty close to like at least a B and maybe an A. See, I'm, I'm going to give it an A. Like Disney. Just, just Disney being Disney, man. You know, like it's family friendly, has humor, has heart. Just to me, and obviously maybe somewhat to you or like some other viewers, some of it might feel like kind of forced or kind of cliche. T- to me, it didn't. It felt natural to me. And you know what? Superheroes and superheroes are fun to me. So yeah, I- I'm gonna give it an A. I like that. I mean, I would watch it again. Like, it's definitely a movie that I'll probably watch again. But I made the mistake of watching Incredibles and then Incredibles 2. Like, pretty close to each other. And that's why Incredibles was so close. And I was like, hmm, I just seen all these things that just weren't the same and weren't on the same level. Now, the film looks a ton better. So, like, I mean, it looks great. There's no complaints there. So, yeah. But anyways, so... Listeners, if you're interested in other podcasts, go check out GameZilla, Legend of Retro, Last Action Podcast, News and Dragons, and Noiseland Arcade. Max, how are they going to get a hold of us? If you guys, one, if you're listening, thanks for listening. Two, if you'd like to get a hold of us, we would like to get in touch with you as well. And the best way that you can do that is on Instagram, Movie Blast Podcast. That's us on the gram. You come by. If uh, you give us a follow, we always drop stuff when we drop an episode, so you'll be able able to stay up on that. If you shoot us a DM, we will respond to your DM. If you use a comment, we will like your comment, respond to your comments. So yeah, if you would like to engage with us, we would love to engage with you as well. And Instagram is the best way to do that. Movie Blast Podcast on the gram. Well, see you. Cue the theme music. Bob and Bax. Incredibles 2 G or PG? It's probably a PG. <laughs> like, like low-key, it's like, what did you like about the film? Elastigirl kind of thick. I don't think that's I don't think that's podcast appropriate, Bax. <laughs> it's not. That's why I'm saving it for this point.
Mm-hmm. Unless I leave it in. <laughs> but really, like Pixar, like we get it. Like she's got wide hips. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably gonna make it. 